All right, would you, Dan, give us your interpretation of how the title of this show is said? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's clearly pronounced. You talking to me and you? Exactly. <laughs> it's not complicated, is it? Menu? You me, talking me to menu? You? <laughs> me and you? Um, I know that I try to correct people you? whenever they say it. You try to correct people? Yeah. Because people say you talk in a menu? I know. And it's like, come on. No. Part of the part of the charm of the name <laughs> of this podcast is the fact that it ends with it begins and ends with the letter U. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me in you. Right. It's the perfect parallelism. It is the alpha and the omega. <laughs> yes, it, it, it reminds me of the uh, in uh, that thing you do when they keep getting. They're called the wonders, but people keep calling them the oneeders. And oh. finally, one of the um, <laughs> one of the band members hears them being described as the oneeders, and he says, "Hey, we're the oneeders." <laughs> <laughs> um. Simon, this is the second week in a row where you have recalled with perfect, perfect clarity and detail a film I think most people have either not seen or have basically no memory of. So, appreciate it. That uh, was an excellent reference that nobody's going to get. Yeah, well, it's their loss. <laughs> true, well, true. Our lives are could have been so much richer had we understood that. Right. Um, welcome back. This is another episode of You Talking to Me and You, a show in which me and you, and this week another extra ooh, you, uh, you, discuss a menu. Um, we are visiting one of America's premier chain restaurants this week, selected by special guest, friend IRL, friend of the pod, Dan Lipkin. Dan? Thanks for joining Hello. us. It's 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 great to talk to that that me can talk to you <laughs> and you. Right. It's critical that you misuse <laughs> pronouns throughout this episode. <laughs> I will do my best. Okay. Okay. See, I it should have been me will do my me will, me do, will do my myself best, best. With you and you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. Dan, thank you for joining us. You have recommended. Why don't you tell people the restaurant you chose for this episode? I'm very pleased to recommend to recommend the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I have no idea when it was founded. I guess we're going to be asked that. I have no idea how many there are. There, it, there is one. I live in Beverly, Massachusetts now, and there is one over in Peabody at the North Shore Mall. Nice, um, nice. Which, What's which the I scene at the mall up. like? Pardon me? What's the scene of, of the North Shore Mall like? Is there, uh, is there well, Auntie there, Annie's? Is there, or is it a, like a little a, classy? There's a Nordstrom. Ooh, there's a Nordstrom. Okay. All right. Uh, there, there is actually, there's a Mexican restaurant that's, that's halfway decent, although I don't think it's open right now. 
Um, and I, I did, it's about a 13 minute drive uh-huh. for me from my place in Beverly to, to the North shore mall. But it, but I'm happy to say that it would take me an hour and 24 minutes on public transportation. Oh, good. Hopefully <laughs> a, a combination of several different buses. We're hoping. Absolutely. Well, I have to take the, I have to walk to the commuter rail station, which I then need to take South three cities away to Lynn and which and at which point at which point I get on a bus to come back north. So it's very, very efficient. Right, right, right. Um, well we are gonna go to we've chosen a nice midway point, meaning one way closer to us than to you. In Yonkers, New York. It's a modest two hours and nineteen minutes away. Okay. It's just north of Yonkers actually. Okay. So I think there will be some buses as well as trains involved um, on our commute as well. We're hitting the Cheesecake Factory. Dan, as you suggested, I do have some trivia for you. Okay. So do either of you know in what U.S. city Cheesecake Factory was founded? This, this shocked me to my core. Simon, you want to guess first? Let's say Kansas City. Okay. All right. I'll say um, the backwater of Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> you talking? Um, I'm, I'm talking to me and you. And <laughs> you, you. Talk, me and you are talking about <laughs> a suburb of Albuquerque. Uh, both of you were way off, actually. Um, it's a little place you may have heard of it, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills oh. in 1978. This. Restaurant was founded in Beverly Hills, California. Beverly Hills. I couldn't believe it. It has now blossomed to over 220 full-service restaurants. Holy smokes. In the continental United States of America. Wow. Uh, I've got two other fun facts before we delve into what is a, an enormous menu. Uh, first thing... <laughs> Let's talk scandal. Turns out Cheesecake Factory isn't that healthy. Uh-oh. You're kidding. No. Wikipedia says Cheesecake Factory has been criticized for featuring large servings of high-calorie, high-fat foods and a corresponding lack of healthy menu options. For these reasons, the chain was dubbed, quote, the worst family restaurant in America <laughs> for 2010 by Men's Health Magazine. Oh, God. The average sandwich at the restaurant contains 1,400 calories. <laughs> that seems normal for a chain restaurant. <laughs> also, I will add, not to give any menu spoilers, but I think it's very important since this name has been besmirched to point out that they have an entire menu section called Skinny Licious. <laughs> yes, there, I think that's probably in response to the uh, men's health magazine article i'm quoting from 2010 they, <laughs> no they've had a it. decade to get that skinny licious menu together <laughs> all right we'll show them the sky on of the cheesecake factory's founder <laughs> came up with this i think high on coke right on boogie shuggy you got skinny and delicious <laughs> and then you just combine those words in a tactless way. <laughs> <laughs> you put a little copyright on it, you move on. Take that, men's health. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, all right, final thing before we head into the menu. Fun pop culture reference. This is also taken from the pretty brief Wikipedia article that I have mined for a lot of content here. Um, in the full-length motion feature film The Spy Who Dumped Me, a movie that, Simon, I know you've seen. Have you seen it, Dan? No. Okay. Um Eh, kind of good. I got something to look. I got something to look forward exactly, to. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Audrey tells Morgan in the film two characters. One of them is Mina Kunis. Is that right, Simon? I think so. I fell asleep both times we tried to watch it. And the other one is uh, she's from Saturday Night Live. I think she's very funny. I don't know her G- name though. McKinnon. Um, yeah. Uh, Molly McKinnon. No. Karen McKinnon? Hillary, what's the name? <laughs> Kate McKinnon. Kinnon McKinnon. Uh, Kate McKinnon. So one of them tells the other one that she and Drew went to the Cheesecake Factory, to which Morgan replies, quote, God, that menu, too many options. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was sort of the perfect setup. For the menu, we're about to per- sorry, not we're me and you and you are about to peruse it at the very top of the menu. It says more than two hundred and fifty dishes made fresh from scratch every day. When I said that to Claire, she said it wasn't possible. It's not possible. It's not possible um, to make stuff from scratch every day. Anyway. 250. 250 things. So what we promised to do this episode is read all 250 items. <laughs> um, no, this is going to be... get started. <laughs> Tune back in in 40 minutes if you want to hear what we select from those 250 dishes. Uh, can, no, I, right. can, I, uh, yes. can I drop you another fun fact here? <laughs> Absolutely. That's why we brought you on, Dan. Yeah. So I didn't know that this, this place was, was founded in Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. But Beverly Hills was, in fact, named after Beverly, Massachusetts. Come oh. on. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. It's in honor of President William Howard Taft. He yeah. Had a, one of the greats in all time. One of the greats. One of the greats. I think he probably went to the Cheesecake Factory quite a lot based <laughs> yeah. on his shape. Right. He's a portly <laughs> gentleman. His silhouette. <laughs> Um, but he had a summer home here in Beverly, Massachusetts, and apparently Beverly Hills was named in honor of Taft and his summer home. That is actually probably the most interesting thing we're going to hear on this episode, so thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking forward to getting to the Skinny Licious me- uh, <laughs> yeah. trademark if, menus. If only Taft had had Skinny Licious. Yeah, he could he could have used it. Um, might not have died in. Was he the one who died in the bathtub, or was that Garfield? Of and they couldn't get know. him out. He was stuck in the in the bathtub because he was yeah, so might have been so might have been Taft. Might have been Taft. I don't know. Uh, anyway, one of those big boys. Um, yeah. Our listeners didn't come here for presidential history. No, sure. no, no. <laughs> They want to hear me and you and you talk about hypothetical orders at a cheesecake factory <laughs> that may or may not still be open in Yonkers, New York. Um, all right, let's start with the drink. They've got an extensive beverage menu that includes things like creamy milkshakes, hot drinks, and espresso. But I think for our purposes, cocktails, beer, or wine will be in order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, would you like to uh, tell us what you're going to order for your meal? 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm not going to mess around here. I'm going to I'm going to the cocktail menu. And by the way, this is the first time I've seen this menu. Same, same. I I, um, I, I did not do any homework, although I probably should have spent four or five hours looking at the 250 items made from scratch daily. Right. Yeah. I mean, the number of clicks you have to make just to get to an actual menu will lead to carpal tunnel pretty quickly. <laughs> but There's a lot of subsections. That's right. Even once you get to cocktails, you're, you're barely there. Yeah. All right. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with the Mai Tai because it is one of the world's best loved cocktails. Is that is that the description? That's the description. It has Mount Gay, Sailor Jerry, and Kraken rums shaken with tropical juices. Oh yeah, you got to click in to get the full description there. Oh, and it has a picture too, right? Oh, this is gonna this is gonna uh, completely shut down my computer, but worth it. (laughs) Gorgeous little piece of pineapple there at the top. I'm kind of curious to know what the tropical juices are. Right. I would love to know that. Yeah. Um, Maybe some kiwi juice. Kiwi juice. Um, banana milk is our favorite on this, banana, on this oh, show. Banana milk. Mm-hmm. Um, guava. Very. Yes, could be guava. Passion oh, fruit. Oh, oh. We got a passion fruit uh, drink from Gloria's West Indian last night, Dan. Oh, that sounds like a good place. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I had we... um, been been reminded of a friend who was up here a few years ago and had a double for the first time, uh-huh. and uh, have had Gloria's on my mind ever since. So we finally got it last oh. night. Oh wow! Yeah. Can we scratch the cheesecake factory and go to that <laughs> menu? <laughs> yeah, we'll just get bowlful after bowlful of oxtail stew together. That sounds great, Simon. What are you getting for your drink? I'm going to get the coconut mojito, uh, which is Bacardi Superior, just like me, and Rum <laughs> Haven, uh, crafted with coconut, mint, and fresh lime. Now, you don't get a picture if you click all the way into this menu item, but you do get food tags, which include coconut, oh. mint, lime, beverage, and cocktail. Oh, my God, the food tags. How nice. This is a very Web 2.0 uh, yes. <laughs> website yes. we've got here. Search, en- search engine optimization is king at the factory. <laughs> that is some subject access right there. Absolutely. <laughs> Librarians, take note. Um, all right. For my drink, I'm going to go with the Tropical Tiki Punch. It's Sailor Jerry and Bacardi lime rums infused with pineapple, fresh ginger, which is what Mm. pushed me over the edge on this one, and lime. Mm. Food tags include rum, pineapple, ginger, lime, beverage, drink, and cocktail. See, I like the added uh, food tag drink. Yeah, that is nice. That is nice. That's what the coconut mojito did not have. (laughs) Um, all right. Well, I think that's a great start to our meal. Should can we... I just can I just throw in here one thing I've noticed in the non-alcoholic specialties? Yeah, they, yeah, absolutely. They have they have a guava blood orange sparkler. Ooh, a spark like with an actual sparkler in it. Although interestingly, despite the fact that it's under non-alcoholic specialties, one of the food tags is vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Well, vodka doesn't count. No, it's clear. It's like water, right? Right. (laughs) That's amazing. And somehow, somehow, even though the description says guava, blood orange, and pineapple with fresh lime and soda, 
the one of the food tags is lemon. <laughs> but but there is no lime tag. So it's very confusing to me what this actually is. Tagging the Cheesecake Factory menu is an inexact science. Do okay. you, you want to know who I think did the tagging? Oh, yeah. The coked up son. <laughs> the goddamn owner. Uh, it's citrus, Dad. It's all the same. <laughs> yeah, that's what he thinks. All right, let's hit up the appetizer menu. I think you're going to run into, if your computer is anything like mine, you're going to run into an issue there, which is that I don't see any items in there. Uh, so I, I went to small plates, snacks, and appetizers, clicked. Right. Yeah. And then I clicked into appetizers. And right. I, and, I got, and I have a whole list. You do? Yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Let me I have try that. Too. So oh, here we go. Okay, I will sorry. go first on this one. And I'm going to order... Oh boy, this is harder than I thought. The Tex-Mex egg rolls. Oh, good choice. Yeah, uh, two things I love: Tex and Mex. Uh, and then an egg roll. Obviously, everyone loves that. It's spicy chicken, corn, black beans, peppers, onions, and melted cheese served with affogato, cream, and salsa. Mm. A number of food tags. Uh, have either of you ever had a good? non-Asian egg roll. Like, at Chili's, I know one time I tried to get their Southwestern egg roll or something like that, and it was it was borderline inedible. Right. Just wondering if either of you have had a, a good experience with such I, an egg roll. I had one, and I'm really trying to remember where it was. I, I don't remember, but it, it was pastrami-based. Oh, it was those, like are, pastrami. those can be good, yeah. Um, and yeah, so that, that was good, but usually they are a fail as they say, as the kids say. Do those, uh, do Totino's pizza bites count as an egg roll? (laughs) (laughs) Only if you get permanent scarring on some part of your mouth from trying to eat them right after they come out of the microwave. Every time. (laughs) That that happens every time. Right. You're like, all right, I'm not a, I'm not a stone teenager anymore. Surely now I know how to eat these properly. And then you bite into it immediately. (laughs) The scarring ensues. I am. I, I. I have to say, for our our friends uh, listening from Texas, there is no food tag that says Texan. Yeah. Only Mexican. That's oh. rough. That's a slight. I don't think a lot of Texans are going to get over anytime soon. No. 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 Don't mess. Uh, what are you getting, Dan? Let's see. So I think. So I think actually I'm going to go back to the small plates and and snacks. Well, kind of like a tapas. Uh, see. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to the small plates and snacks and what I'm going to go for is I'm going to go for the Korean fried cauliflower. Oh Ooh. hell yes. Wow. Crispy crispy cauliflower tossed with sweet and spicy sauce. Mm. Mm-hmm. Toasted sesame seeds. And green Another, onion. Mm, yeah, it's perfect. And apparently a slice of lime because that's in, also in the picture. Yes. I mean, you can't in good conscience serve a Korean fried cauliflower and not lime it up. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that this is, is America. really exotic. That, that, is, that is a coastal um, 
item through and through. Yeah, yeah, I mean, my only regret is there is not a calorie count here. That no. is that's true. It is weird. I think, uh, uh, I, yeah, after that men's health thing, they wanted to obfuscate wherever possible how, how bad this <laughs> stuff was for you. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I wonder if the death of President Taft was the impetus for that article in Men's Health. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't get right. out of the bathtub, so we got to. It was the take. centennial of of President Taft's <laughs> bathtub incident, so they they Men's went deep health. on that one. Yeah, Men's Health has always been an advocate for the Taft legacy <laughs> <laughs> that was tragically cut short. <laughs> Right. The forgotten 28th president of the United States. <laughs> or whatever number he actually is. I, I yeah. think you could describe Men's Health as the forgotten magazine as well. So they, uh, <laughs> um, sorry to Men's Health uh, magazine heads out there. Um, I'm going to get the loaded baked potato tots. Ooh, um, yes. Crispy potato tots filled with cheese, bacon, and green onions, but served, and this is most important, with sour cream and sriracha mayo, which come in these nice dipping cups here. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. Where are those? They're in the small plates. Ah, okay. I'm lost in this menu. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> Honestly, my wrist is a little sore. <laughs> I need to get my wrist guards. <laughs> oh, that looks good. Yeah, it does. I, I, I like how they, they have that cast iron, like, uh, I don't know what you call that. It's not a pan, exactly. It's kind of a pan. Yeah. Uh, like a rectangular right, black right, pan Right, sort of like, yeah, cast iron, skillet-y, but a serving utensil. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, well chosen, Simon. Thank nice, you. Simon. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's head back out. <laughs> Let's let's do did some you, serious clicking. Time while you, uh, <laughs> yeah, would you would you, you mind? Um, all right, now let's let's head to to our main. We've okay. got a lot to choose from here. There are there's a superfood section, flatbread pizzas, glam burgers, and sandwiches. Glam burgers. I don't need to tell either of you, but maybe our listeners might be interested. That's copyrighted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we got your pastas, your steaks, chops, fish, and seafood specialties. Skinny, licious. Trademark. Uh, trademark. So my my B, my B. Um, <laughs> long story short, there there are a number of things I haven't I haven't clicked into a single one yet. But would either of you like to take a first stab at an entree here? Can I just ask you if you actually trust the fact that those are actually superfoods because super is in quotations? <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Like, um, try this, it's super. <laughs> it does it does raise some questions. The quotes. I um I can tell you what I'm gonna get. All right. What wow. section is it in? What section? It's is it? in um specialties. Nice. Okay. Specialty. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So it is the chicken parmesan, quote unquote, pizza style. Oh yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Again, there's no Look need at that to picture. put it in quotes if you're if you yes the picture is incredible. Oh there. God, that's a <laughs> massive pile of noodles in the middle of that thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, angel hair, which I don't like, but here's why I'm willing to battle through angel hair, my least favorite type of pasta, by a mile as well. Wow. Um, the reason is that they appear to have pounded out a chicken mm-hmm. so heavily and thoroughly that it is this, is now like <laughs> as big as a pizza. I was they, I was gonna say that looks like really horrible pizza dough, and then the haunting realization dawned on me that that is in fact a super thin disc of chicken. Yes, have you ever seen chicken pounded <laughs> to the point that it could be mistaken for a pizza? <laughs> Probably not, because. I can't imagine that's really ever happened, except in the in context of chicken parmesan, quote unquote, pizza style. Um, that is chopped chicken breast, coated with breadcrumbs, covered with marinara sauce, oh, yeah. and lots of melted cheese, topped with angel hair pasta and an Alfredo cream sauce. Now. You'll notice in that lengthy description, they don't say anything about what they've done to the chicken. <laughs> oh, they chopped it. <laughs> yeah, they chopped right, exactly. It's and crazy. Whatever. You chop a chicken, and all of a sudden, it's a perfect sphere really flat. that's about half a centimeter thick. <laughs> it looks like the absolute worst frozen pizza crust on the planet, but it is, it in fact, does. just chicken. Yeah. I have some questions for you, Simon. Please. So what's what's wrong with angel hair? I just hate the texture. It, it tastes to me too much like hair, honestly. <laughs> like it's like eating a big bowl of hair. Dan, Simon is, Simon is a writer, okay? So yeah. words take on a, a meaning <laughs> that non-writers like you and me could never possibly comprehend, okay? okay. If he sees hair by a food, the food is going to taste like hair. Exactly. Okay. I'm okay. very um, impressionable. Okay. Well, I'm getting a sense of that, uh, you know, in my conversations between me and you and you. So... Yeah. And my my second my second question for you Simon is how do you think they have time to make 249 other dishes from scratch <laughs> on the same day that they make this? I'm no kidding. I and they have to somehow get a, a supply of extremely genetically enhanced chickens. Uh it's it's a tough task for sure. I imagine they may run out of that item somewhat regularly. Yeah. <laughs> It's a great so, pick. Oh, it's a great pick, Simon. And what's what's your favorite pasta, Simon? That's what I actually oh, really wanted to know. Thank you for asking. So I would say in terms of just pound for pound, the best is ravioli. Um, but in terms of what I typically get at a restaurant, I would say I'm, I'm very enticed by uh, bow tie, which I think is farfalle oh, or something. Farfalle. 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 It's a farfalle. It's bene. It's bene. Bene. It's bene. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the problem I have with ravioli, ravioli, Simon, is like you get two when you go yeah. to a restaurant. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's why I tend to avoid it. But if, if you're talking about like you just get as much of whatever thing you're picking, ravioli. Got it. Thank you for asking. I appreciate your interest. Sure. And do you have a particular favorite filling? Mushroom and cheese. If you please. Wow. Uh, Yeah, if I could could have 
unlimited ravioli, I think that'd probably be one of the ones I go to first in terms of pasta. But yeah, it just doesn't happen. All I right. had a really good um, pumpkin and sage ravioli once. Ooh, with like a, a fried piece of sage on top. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think I've had something similar to that. Fried sage is like ridiculously good. It's delightful. It is really delightful. I know. I, I prefer to talk about like pastrami stuffed egg rolls on this show, but fried sage is really nice, you know? You better keep that conversation very low with the old Cheesecake Factory. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Okay. We got we to move on. Um, I'm going to do my order and give you a little more time to explore, Dan. Okay, good. I'm going to order myself... Something from the glam burger and sandwich section because I've heard their sandwiches here are particularly unhealthy. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of joy a Philly cheesesteak. I'm gonna get the California cheesesteak. What on earth is that, William? It's at the very bottom of the glam burgers trademark and sandwiches section. The California cheesesteak includes thinly sliced grilled steak covered. With sautéed mushrooms, onions, peppers, and cheese on our toasted sourdough loaf, served with French fries or green salad. Mm-hmm. French so, fries or green salad. Yeah, I would say that there is literally nothing to distinguish this. Oh, I guess it's the sourdough loaf, right? Shit. That's the distinction yeah, from that's the, from a normal yes. a normal Philly cheesesteak roll. I, I think that's kind of padding the uh, the numbers there to get to the two fifty. Sure. Okay. Well, anyway, it sounds nice, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, that Dan. Sounds very delicious. What are you What are you going for here? I think I'm going to do the um, under pastas. Okay. I'm going to do the impossible trademark, pasta bolognese. Oh. Which, Simon, you which, have to be intrigued by that. Yeah. yeah. Which is an unbelievably delicious, meatless. <laughs> wait a minute, meatless? Yeah, because it's impos- like impossible meat. Oh, God. What have I done? <laughs> I was going to say, when you got the cauliflower, are you, are you a veg head now? Actually, the reason why I ordered the cauliflower is because I can't eat cauliflower IRL. Oh, oh. nice, nice. <laughs> and so it's a perfect so, item. You're you talking to menu uh, avatar is going to indulge? <laughs> That's right. And then perhaps my you talking to me in you avatar will collapse in a fetal position in great gastrointestinal <laughs> distress right. mere, a mere 20 minutes after eating the virtual Korean flied cauliflower. Right. I have so many buses to catch on my way home. <laughs> that is so funny because I just imagine so many people, so I, you would, certainly wouldn't be the only person collapsing from eating it. The Cheesecake Factory. But I think most of them are because they're eating, you know, some incredibly decadent, uh, rich food, but yours would be caused which right. no offense, Dan, is is you know not typically thought of as a, a, a killer food. Right. Well, ask President Taft. <laughs> he knows. That's true. So anyway, if we could come back, if we could yes. return to the impossible trademark, pasta bolognese, <laughs> it is an unbelievably delicious 
which probably makes up for the fact that it's meatless. Tomato sauce with sautéed mushrooms, onions, garlic, and herbs. Ooh. Um, what kind of herbs and, do you think they're talking? And, and before we go any further, I need to note <laughs> that Impossible Trademark is a registered trademark of Impossible Foods Incorporated. Oh, that is nice. It's, it's very important that? that we say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I the mean, thank you. Yeah, this this podcast <laughs> would be in a whole lot of trouble. I do not mention that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an intellectual property risk we, we can't be willing to take. Absolutely here. not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, just quickly, a correction. Uh, Taft was not the 28th president of the United States. He was the 27th. Oh, good guess. Though. Wow, nice. Yeah. I mean, so this is like a presidential history podcast. And he did, I don't, he did not die in a bathtub. That must have been Garfield. <laughs> Dan, so we should, you... He was a chief justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. I thought wow. Garfield was shot. Was he the one that was shot? or Was he the one that died like 30 days in being president? It was really shortly after, yeah. Maybe he got sick because he refused to ride in a carriage or something and it was raining. Oh, there is. The first thing that comes up when you search Garfield bathtub, did William Howard Taft really get stuck in a bathtub? (laughs) History Channel has an answer for you. Topping the scales at over 350 pounds. Wow. William Howard Taft was a true political heavyweight. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyway, sorry, we are derailed. Yes, sorry, we are derailed. Yeah, we are totally begin derailed. Once again, with the with the term "unbelievably delicious," because that <laughs> yeah. has made me laugh twice, even though I knew it was coming the second time. Uh, um, yeah, well, let's. <laughs> Uh, we could talk herbs that might be in that dish, or we could turn to the dessert menu. I'll let either well, of you finish dictate. the whole t- the whole description. Did you? Yeah, I mean, it was most important to make sure that everybody knows that that Impossible trademark is a registered oh. trademark of Impossible Foods Incorporated. Okay. Yeah, we got. Although there. it's not important enough to put it in a food tag. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, vodka. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's turn to the desserts. Yes. And it's oddly put at the very top of the drop-down <clears throat> menus in this. So as people that aren't um, actively looking through these with us online, but you should if you're not, um, click into dessert, and of course they couldn't just list desserts. Then there are three more subcategories of desserts. We've got cheesecake, specialty desserts, and ice cream delights. Simon, which of the three subcategories of desserts are you going to enter? And then what in that category are you going to get? Thank you for asking. Um, I think, to me, when in Rome, or Asia Roma, as uh, William often says, you've got to, you've got to, you know, do like the Romans do. You've got to get a cheesecake. And for me, William... And Dan, you, uh, <laughs> you. The, the, this this menu challenges. It, it forces me to to reckon with my des- what I truly like in desserts because typically you're dealing with like three desserts or something, and I'm just looking for one of a like handful of things to be in one of those desserts, and I'll just get that one. But in this case. Oh. Every one of these, there's like all of my dessert go-tos are featured in one of these cheesecakes because there's literally dozens of cheesecake options. Um, 
It's so, almost like this is a factory of cheese. Yes, <laughs> it, they truly pump them out in factory fashion. They have, yeah. Uh, and um, so there's like strawberry, caramel, um, there's uh, caramel apple. <laughs> Sauteed, barbecue, barbecue, scampi, impossible, meatless, French fried, impossible, I, unbelievably I, delicious. But here is what I'm Ox going to tails get. Do. <laughs> oh my god, this looks incredible. Okay, here we go. I'm going to get one that they have um, synergized again, as they have beautifully done in a number of locations on this menu. Um, the Cinnabon copyright, Cinnabon Swirl Cheesecake. Oh, hell (laughs) yes. Layers of Cinnabon copyright, Cinnabon Cheesecake, and Vanilla Crunch Cake, topped with cream cheese frosting and caramel. Uh, And similarly to what Dan did, I should say, Cinnabon copyright and the Cinnabon copyright logo are registered trademarks of Cinnabon Franchiser, SPV LLC, copyright 2018, Cinnabon Franchise, SPV LLC. When was the last time either of you had a Cinnabon? It's been too long. It's probably whenever I was, like, last in a mall. Yeah, I feel like I had one in an airport in the last decade. They're really good, but not an everyday sort of treat. No. No. They're not (laughs) skinny-licious. Um, all right, for my dessert, I'm going to go with uh, one of the rare desserts that is actually trademarked. Ooh. <laughs> uh, this is the Chocolate Tower truffle, tea ca- truffle Cake. It's in their specialty desserts. Sorry, I didn't mention that. Right. Subcategory, specialty desserts, tr- Chocolate Tower Truffle Cake TM, layers and layers of fudge cake with chocolate truffle, cream, and chocolate mousse. Food tags include... Chocolate, and that's it. <laughs> what else do you need to know? TM. I don't wow, like chocolate, by the way. Just, just you don't? No, not a chocolate fan. But you decided of the seven hundred of the of- <laughs> right of my one hundred and forty-three <laughs> options, which is two hundred and fifty-three pounds lighter than William Taft. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, Dad, which which sub uh, subgroup of the desserts are you hitting up? I I do like how they have in the in the image there. They have uh, three little dollops of of what is que- clearly whipped cream from a can. <laughs> yeah, very very clearly. They don't even try to gussy it up as as homemade on the menu. No, they, no. I mean they've got. 250 things to make every day. They can't do everything. No, do it all. they absolutely not. You have to you have to um, outsource a few of your responsibilities. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, I I can't um, I have to go with I'm just making sure there's a picture here. It's not the picture I expected, which really disappoints me. Which uh, which gonna... subgroup are you in here? Cheesecakes. <laughs> okay, God. That is on me. You're right. You are right to be fucking angry right now. <laughs> All right. So, yes. pineapple upside down cheesecake. Oh, my mm. God. Yes. Let it me get is to the picture. A pineapple cheesecake mm-hmm. between two layers of moist, buttery <laughs> pineapple upside down cake. <laughs> oh. Food tags, pineapple, 
cream cheese <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> I just love at no point in the quite verbose description of the pineapple upside down cheesecake does it mention cream cheese, but one of the food tags hits you hard with the cream cheese. That is it. That's very, very confusing to me and you and you here. <laughs> Um, they also don't tag the the cherry that is sitting on top of the whipped cream that's on top of the cheesecake. Right, which looks uh, it's a great topper. Yeah, it is. Show. It is. Show. And do you think it's superfluous to put whipped cream on top of a cheesecake? <laughs> <laughs> and then Hashtag to the side cream cheese? the cheesecake as well. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's right, Simon. There's more on the side of it. Um, um, that sounds that sounds all right. I'm not a cheesecake fan though, Dan. Are you in real life? Is IRL Dan a cheesecake or is just Avatar Dan a cheesecake? Not particularly, guy. Okay. Not particularly. <laughs> it's usually too heavy. It's too heavy for me. I mean, I'm no Taft. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. You're about 200 shy of Taft. Yeah, yeah a couple hundred shy. Of Taft. <laughs> <laughs> he was a chief justice. I know that's crazy. I'd I'd forgotten that. Um, all right. Well, maybe, maybe he could judge our menu choices here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I wonder what. Uh, never. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Uh, all right. Why don't we get to the toughest part of each of these shows, and that is. I'm ready. Making the decision on whether or not it is worth. For Simon and me, it'd be a two-hour, 19-minute commute. For Dan, if he goes to his local branch, it's about an hour and, what, a half? Hour and a half? About an hour and a half. So if I were to come meet you in Yonkers, it would be uh, a mere 13 hours and 34 minutes. <laughs> so I would walk to the commuter rail. I would take the commuter rail into Boston, at which point I would get the, the, um, the Silver Line. Sure. And then I would take the Amtrak down to uh, down to New York, at which point I would transfer. Oh, I would actually take it to New Rochelle. I wouldn't even come all the way to New York. Right. But hey, nice to nice to get uh, an excuse to get back to New Rochelle, right? Hey, New Rock City, baby. <laughs> then I transfer to the uh, New Haven line, which I take to Mount Vernon, and then I get on a bus <laughs> for a little while, and then I get off the bus, and then I walk. A minute. I walk 338 feet. Then I wait for up to 10 minutes for that bus. Right. No more. Don't worry. It's very, very consistent. Up to 10. Right. You know. And then I got on another bus uh, bound for Stu Leonard Drive. And I get off uh, Ridge Hill Boulevard at Rebel Street. And then I I have a mere four-minute walk to the Cheesecake Factory. Hey, nailed it. I'll see you there on Monday. <laughs> yeah, better start now. That's that right. Amtrak is going to be very late. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. <laughs> okay. So we'll let you go last because that's a bear of a trip. Simon, I, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm fully in on this one. This menu looks incredible. I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. I've already found things that I, I can't believe I've lived this long without having. No, I agree, and 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 you could also. It's a short enough trip that you could make a couple of trips. I feel us, not Dan. My God, Dan. <laughs> you make it one time. 
you're a true legend. Right. Um, and feel free to crash on, at one of our places. Oh, um, well, that might be so an offer again, I can't repeat. After you do that for 13 hours, you will still need to spend another two plus hours commuting back to our. It's not exactly a pick, but um, uh, yeah, uh, de- definitely good for me. Definitely, I would do it. Dan, how are you feeling? Do you well? Well, I, I feel like I have a couple of options here, right? Yeah. So in this era of COVID, right. I could take public transportation for an hour and a half over to Peabody to the North Shore Mall, and we could set up a Zoom meeting. Perfect. And we could enjoy a dinner together virtually. Right. Perfect. Right. Perfect. A Yonkers Peabody connection. Absolutely. Let's <laughs> that it, we got to call nice. in advance, make sure the Wi-Fi is okay. Uh, but right. yeah, a few technical things. It easy. We can do it. We can do it. Okay. But that's option 1. That's option 1. The <laughs> other two is, you know, I I think it might be worth me traveling, you know, Almost fourteen hours right. down to Yonkers. Right. You know, I could. Uh, we could stop into the Hudson River Museum. They got some great stuff going on. Sure. Um, I get to spend some quality time with with me and you and you <laughs> and you. And yeah. you know, I could spend the fourteen hours looking at the menu because right. Right. clearly you know I have a lot have of work to do. You got there. Yeah, and if, Elaine would be like, "Yeah, Dan, why don't you just uh, why don't you just take the car and save about eight and a half hours?" <laughs> oh no, huh? Did Taft was Taft able to shave eight and a half hours across, off his trip to Beverly Hills? Hell no, I don't think so. Plus, if anyone asked you where you were going, you would have the pleasure of telling them you're going to Yonkers, and if they asked a follow up. Why? Do you have family there? Some sort of job thing? You said, no. Cheesecake factory. One of 200 plus uh, locations. This bus is literally passing 13 other locations on my way down there. One an hour. Sure, the Amtrak's a little late, but... But I only Yonkers. have a ten-minute wait somewhere outside of New Rochelle, so it's three hundred and thirty-eight feet. I have to walk. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. Uh, well, so Dan, it in. has been an absolute pleasure. I'm glad this was a superb recommendation. Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you in advance for the thirteen-hour tri- uh, commute you're willing to do <laughs> for this thing. It's a uh, you know, it's an out there commitment, but you know, at this point in our life, we have to come up with uh, exciting, novel, thirteen-hour trips to make things worth it, right? That's right. I can, I can, I can work from anywhere now. So <laughs> exactly. Why not a bus? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we uh, listen to. Wait, what? You are listening to the podcast. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> write to us. Suggest potential menus for us to, sorry, for me and you, and you to look at um, at you talking to me, you, me and you at gmail.com. Um, I'm doing terribly at this part, Simon or Dan. Would like one of you like to suggest people? Uh, how do you? Us? How do you actually like? What is the email address? I don't get it. Is it Y O U? Is it U? Is it the number two? Is it the T O O? What the hell? <laughs> it's inconsistent. Uh, all right. I think our listeners have a right to know. 
Y-O-U, talking, number two, menu, at Gmail. Our handles, however, are the letter U, talking, <laughs> the number two, menu, on both Twitter and Instagram. We try to keep it simple, unlike the menu at Cheesecake Factory. Thank you very, 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 very much for listening. We will talk to you next episode. Dream.